Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amade Show, episode 490, How to Be Ultra Productive. So I'm looking at a week from this coming Friday. Um, so we've got a little while. But a week from this coming Friday, I'm hitting episode 500, which is something I got to be honest, I didn't expect to hit on this podcast. I'm trying to think about what I'm going to do to kind of mark the occasion. A few ideas have occurred to me, including uh, the idea of switching what this podcast is entirely at 501 episodes on the same feed, but change it into something else. But I'm not sure how that's going to go. Um, so one of my biggest kind of concerns is stagnation. I want to be able to have that creative adventure happening all of the time. So uh, maybe if you have some input on that, make sure to reach out to me. On You can do it on social media. You can do it on Twitter. You can do it anywhere like that. Or you can send me a message at in the contact form, as I always say at the end of the show. But today I want to talk about something that I get asked about fairly often because I, I try to do quite a bit of work and I'm definitely not the, uh, you know, the the most productive person in the world. I'm, I'm pretty productive. But the thing I think a lot of people don't know is there's some really, really productive people out there. People think it's crazy that I do four books a year. There's people doing 11 books a year. And they're longer. And they're knocking out 10 to 20,000 words a day. Um, and these are real people, by the way. And they do this for years and years and years. So I definitely don't call myself the most productive person, but I am pretty productive. And I've heard someone refer to me the other day as ultra productive, which I think is a little, little high, you know, too, too high of praise. But I started thinking about it and I realized that there is a system I've had kind of developed over the last few months specifically, as now I'm taking these things more seriously to become more productive. And that's what I'm going to lay out for you today. This is called how to be ultra productive. And while I'm saying this kind of in the, the scope of a creative work, you can probably apply it to business, you can apply it to a business plan, to all kinds of different things you're doing. But I'm setting this up so it is something that you were able to kind of look at as a system. Now, of course, since we are kind of talking from a creative perspective on this podcast, I want to just add two caveats before we get to this list. This assumes that you have reached at least a decent level of competency within your craft, whatever you're doing, and that you have the tools or at least working kind of a workaround or a method that you have of being able to produce the, the kind of thing you're trying to produce. Okay, so step one is this, and this is something that I've had to kind of start doing a lot more because I was known as kind of a slow worker and I would let my intuition kind of take over. But the reality is, if you look at the professionals, you look at the people who are doing things all the time, you got to work fast on the first draft. The first draft has to happen full out fast. I know there's producers or songwriters. The full song is written in 15 to 20 minutes. And the reason it's done that quickly is not that they're slipshod, they don't care. It's that they've been practicing it enough where these things come that fast. So this is a muscle and you can train it. It might feel hard at first, but as you start getting used to working fast, it starts getting easier and easier and easier. This requires a few things though. And if you really get into it, if I'm say I'm going to sit down and do a song, I'm giving myself 15 to 25 minutes tops to get the whole idea of the song down, including some other tracks, you know, some maybe some instrumental ideas, maybe you know, the whole thing. But I want from beginning to end to be laid out, which is something that I hadn't done in the past. 
there's a few things I have to do. One, I have to fully engage. Phone's put away, social media's put away. I'm only focusing on the track. Two, I'm keeping energy really high. So I'm trying to feel happy. I'm trying to feel good. I'm trying to move around, especially if I have someone I'm working with. I want to keep it a really high vibing atmosphere. So we're really feeling it. We're really engaging. Thirdly, uh, I really want to be unattached from the result. I need to stop worrying about, oh, is this is this going to turn out really well? Like, I just want to focus on the expression of the idea. I'm one of those people who kind of feels sometimes like ideas come through me rather than from me. And so what I'm focusing on at this point is just expressing this idea that's trying to travel through me un, as unblocked as possible. And how do I get it out down quickly? The second stage is kind of a hard one. And uh, you have to be careful to not lose momentum here. But after I've done that initial thing, I will step away from it for at least a day. And the reason I'm doing that is I'm trying to reset my perspective. I'm trying to make sure that I don't, you know, sometimes you're on that weird kind of tangent and something sounds great and you come back a few days later and you're like, well, what was I thinking? Well, sometimes that happens. It's okay. It's part of the process. It's, not, it's nothing to judge. But you need to take that time away to be able to come back and see it once again with fresh eyes. Okay, step three, you return to tweak and rework the thing. So this requires three things, but this is kind of like the editing stage, the mixing stage where you're kind of adding, you know, some things, you're adding some swells here, some little effects, things like that. They're going to make the production all that much better. So there's three elements here that I focus on as well. One, once again, full engagement. I want to be 100% focused on what I'm doing. I set up a time limit that I'm, I'm going to allow myself to work. Uh, they, uh, one of the things that's advocated for, and I've actually found to be really useful is I use systems to approach the work to make the work faster and more efficient. So basically say I'm doing a, a track, I'm going to a song, I'm going to go look at the rhythm section specifically, and I will address the rhythm section and kind of what's going on there first. And then I will go to you know, the next part, the bass part, or I'll go to, to whatever, you know, and I will, I will just kind of do the same thing every single time. I color code them the same thing every time I use a template. So I know what I'm doing, not because I'm being boring. It's actually because I'm doing it in a systemized way that allows me to be really efficient. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I'm going to do. I have this kind of practice laid out. This allows me to really focus in. And that's the last one is I really focus in on the craft this time. What's the craft here? What's what's the quality of the work? What could be tweaked here to make this better? What could be, you know, what's what's the quality of the of the design here? What's the quality of the words being used? What's the quality of the sounds? Um, this is a really good time to be focusing and, and kind of doing a deep dive. This will take longer than the 15, 25 minutes. Absolutely. This is more of an hours upon hours thing. This could be take place over a few days. One lesson I would say that might be useful is a lot of times when you're recording, say for instance in like Nashville, they won't let you record a lot of times longer than three hours because there's diminishing returns. And I've often jokingly said that, uh, you know, working on music is kind of like my version of video games. I don't play video games, but uh, you know how you can like lose hours and time just vanishes. That's what happens to me when I'm working on music. So if I, if I time myself, so I have say three hours to work on something, um, then I can sit there and say, okay, I'm fully engaged three hours. Let's go. Like I'll, maybe I'll take a break, but that's all I'm doing for these three hours. And then I can cut it off and go do something else, but I still get that work done. So it'd be better for me, ideally, in my own personal experience, to do three hours one day, three hours the next day, than it would be to do six hours all in one shot because of the shift in perspective. Okay, step four 
is I step away one more time, at least for several days. So this is a longer stretch of time away than the first break. And the reason I'm doing that is I'm really trying to give myself some context because I've, I've invested some time into this and I really need to kind of break that kind of mental connection so I can come back and see it or hear it or read it for the first time again or as close as I can get because there's things that you will miss. And when I do that, I come back and instead of looking at the craftsmanship and the little bits of it, I focus on the overall. I look at the whole work. And then I kind of dive in and go, okay, let me look at the details. Let me check the details again. What am I seeing? What am I seeing? It's more of a soft focus. It's not like I'm honing in on specific words, but I'm kind of, I'll notice if something's wrong. If something's off, you can really feel it. The whole vibe of the thing really starts to show up at that point. And then the last thing that I do is I send it off for other people's opinions generally or editing or in music. You can be doing it for mixing and mastering, anything like that. You can send it off for other people's opinions or other people's thoughts. And that's how you can kind of check things as you need to. So there you go. Those are the five steps I use to kind of focus on the idea of being ultra productive to use the words of someone else. I just think of it as being productive, but hopefully it's something that you'll find useful that you can maybe apply to your own work your own creative practices or your own business practices or whatever you decide to do it with. I'd love to hear about how it works for you. If you want to send me a message or if you have another idea that you think would be even better is more useful, I want to hear about it. MichaelAmade.com, put it in the contact form. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. But for this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow. So until then, keep living authentically and keep living creatively.